called Coach It Behind the Bar, a podcast that takes conversations out of the dance class. I'm Krista. And I'm Taylor. And welcome to Behind the Bar. Just hands. Thank you for putting the jazz hands in. Yes, I know. I'm I almost really forgot. Excited. It's been so long. It's been so long. Um, I feel like we're in a wind tunnel. We're in the car and we have the AC pumping yeah, so we don't die. Heavy. And it's just a whole thing. We couldn't record at the studio because there's people in there. And we're on our way for dinner. Yes. At a very, very special pasta restaurant. Yeah, we're all you can eat spaghetti night tonight and I love spaghetti so I'm gonna be eating at least two plates wow <laughs> and there's a monumental mo- yeah. time here for me at the pasta restaurant because I am um I love pesto sauce and I've been going to this pasta restaurant since I was seven years old and I've only ever had the same dish tortellini with creamy pesto there's nothing else to eat I can't even under- I've never Are seen the menu to this place with Krista, know that you also must order pesto. Yes, because why wouldn't you? Don't sit with me. And, like, the owner knows. They always joke about it. Pesto, pesto, pesto. Well. Yeah. I went in the other month with my husband, and he had a different dish. wasn't pesto, and he had this creamy garlic sauce. And I tasted it. And there was this, like, epiphany where I went, holy smokes. I think I like the creamy garlic just as much, if not more than. If not more. I don't know. I haven't had a full dish yet. Oh, my God. I haven't had a full dish. So then I started going through this, like, an internal dilemma of how am I going to handle this? Because I have said my whole life yeah. that pesto is the only dish and I'm willing. to you pride yourself in it. Because, yes. And so now everyone's going to know your secret. Well, and that's what I said to her. So, <laughs> so I tasted it at the table, and in my head I was like, holy smokes, that was good. But whatever. Then we took it home because he didn't finish it. And I had it for lunch the next day. And I was like, I need to text her and let her know that I am torn inside. So I did. So she's like, just order it next time. And I was like, but I can't because everybody's going to know. Everyone's going to know. But I warned Taylor a couple hours ago that this is happening. (laughs) What a time for us. What a a summer vibe. Yeah, you were. And I'm almost positive that I did name one of our playlists Summer Vibes. Because the vibes are different in the summer. I just feel like I sent out the last playlist of the year, and I was like, Summer Vibes playlist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do a monthly playlist at the studio. It's It's great fun. Yeah. But anyway, so we're on our way for dinner, so we're sitting in our downtown area, parked in a car. Once again. Podcasting. Yeah. Which is, I mean, we make good use of our time. We are. And we can people watch at the same time. Like, here comes this lady. She's in a very cute dress with, like, a closed-up sunflowers. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. What was it? Oh, a Kia Rio. I feel weird (laughs) that Kia Rio is your dream car. But, like, a hatchback. Of all cars in the whole world, if somebody said, hey, Taylor, here's all the money in the world, and you can pick any vehicle, you would then, at that point, go, a Kia? I would go, a Kia Rio hatchback. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. We're talking all the money in the world. What are the car am I supposed to get? Actually, no, that's a lie. Okay, I might get like a 90s, 80s revamped Bronco because those are really nice. Ah, uh, okay. Because those are really nice. 
Those are like right. coming back into style. Have you seen them? They're like looking good. Yeah, I've seen makeup. them. I've seen them. But no, IKEA Rio for sure. Okay. <laughs> anyway. In white. But I'm giving you infinite amount of money. Yeah, that's okay. Still, IKEA Rio. I don't know what I would get. I don't oh, know what my three. car is. No, that has to three. <laughs> it's not it's equivalent to your Kia Rio, but that's fine. I don't know. I feel like I would head more into the Audi department or See, more of have. the Porsche department. Really a lot of them have electric cars now. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding you know, me? I would never get a Tesla. <laughs> okay. The Teslas are an interesting conversation. Because if you are environmentalist, yeah. you will know the argument that Teslas actually create more pollution yeah. because of the factories and their their how they're going to break down and won't last as long and blah, blah, blah. And then there's the other side of the people that are like, yay, we don't have gas. So I don't know. I'm not here to fight either or. I have looked into buying a Tesla. They're definitely fun to drive. When you went and you drove it and it was Christmas and you had like... No, it wasn't Christmas. It was summer, but I played for Christmas. <laughs> It's a fun car. Like, there's no denying it's a fun car. People can drive it and sleep at the same time. The functionality of it in, like, the winter and stuff, where we particularly are, isn't fabulous. We have a few customers with them, though. My neighbors have two. Yeah. Two Teslas. Yeah. I mean, if you're – look at the prices of gas. Yeah. I know. That's what I was just about to say. It might be worth it, right? right Totally they are. Totally they are. But anyway, uh, there's other electric cars on the market. We don't know anything about cars. I know nothing about And that's it. But here we are. <laughs> all I know is I want to drive a Kia Rio and I had all the money in the hatchback. world. Hatchback. <laughs> it has to be a White. I just feel like me and a hatchback just makes sense, you know? Like, I just, I can see myself in it. I've envisioned this a lot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, what's up with you? Um, well, I just got back. I went to across the country to visit my grandma and grandpa. And so, How was your experience in the good, good, no problem. I had no problem. I got to and from in one piece, yeah. not even delayed. Not in two pieces. You're not in two pieces. No, I'm okay. <laughs> I didn't end up delayed. I somehow got to and from, but most people aren't having that experience. No. So I'm glad. And then, yeah, I don't know. It was a good trip. Nothing really extreme happened. I Extreme things happened while you were gone. Yeah, they did. But yeah, I, I, yeah, not much happened. It was just whatever. And I got to see a girlfriend of mine that I haven't seen in a few years. And then I came here back home, yeah. back to work. But at least it's hot. It's super hot. Yeah. And I love that. And because we've been getting rain, which I mean, we definitely need uh, rain, but like, uh, over it now. This is the thing. Everybody's like, you should be so thankful it's rain because we're a forest fire area severe forest fire area and like we lived in fear last summer like there was numerous times we were on my house in particular was on evacuation alert and it's concerning however everybody's like you should be thankful there's no smoke there's no smoke there's no fires i am very thankful there's no fires i'm very thankful that i'm not on evacuation alert but i also live here because we get a hot (laughs) ass summer and we've had these even when it's hot out like not today or yesterday but even when it's been hot out it can be hot all day and then all of a sudden at 5 p.m in come the clouds yeah. and a storm. And that is not us. We don't live in a green city. It's usually so dry by now that the hills are brown because it's so dry. 
the hills are lusciously green. Like I'm looking across, those are green hills. And they are. We look like we live in, where is that? Austria? Austria, I think so. I've never seen the movie, remember? Oh yeah. Maybe you should go home and watch it. Going out for dinner. <laughs> I don't know if you can come. <laughs> Everybody should see The Sound of Music. Yeah. It's such a, you would like it. It's I such a sweet movie. There's some moments, though, where I'm like, okay, this drags on. But it's long. Oh, yeah, it's one of the classics where the credits are at the beginning. It's oh, so old. You know, you know what? what? Oh, oh no, go, go. Swiss Family Robinson was my I, when I was loved <laughs> Swiss Family Robinson. Oh, my God. Swiss Family Robinson was also my jam when I was yeah. younger. What a great movie. Nobody so talks good. about it. You know what? Hype it up. Let's hype Let's it up. Let's tell it. Trent. Trent. Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah. I remember, because when you were little, because you're younger than me, did yeah. The Wonderful World of Disney come on TV on Sunday nights? Yeah, I think so. Because on Sunday yeah. night, the, the Sunday, yeah. it was every Sunday night yeah. Disney played. And Swiss Family Robinson came on actually fairly often. And I was always super stoked. And then they had the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse in Disneyland where you could climb through it. And they freaking have changed the name oh, of it to Tarzan. Because we got mad about this because we were talking about it. And yes, yes. Because nobody knows Swiss Family. Swiss Family Robinson was so good when I was younger. I haven't watched it in probably like years. SFR. <laughs> <laughs> they should rebrand. <laughs> they should rebrand. SFR. No, not remake, rebrand. <laughs> I didn't say remake. I said rebrand. SFR. Yeah. And they just like amp up the colors on the cover a bit. Yeah. And they promote it on Disney Plus. Is it even on Disney Plus? Oh my god, I don't know. I wonder if it's on there. Well, or is it like a vault movie? Oh my god, the Disney vault movie would be so mad. I hate when they do that. I'm like, you're just gatekeeping all the good movies. <sighs> Swiss Family Freaking Robinson. Family oh my god. Robinson. My, I remember being little and my friends and I playing Swiss Family Robinson like outside. <laughs> like that's what we would like reenact. You know when you're like, oh it's on there, isn't Swiss it? Swiss Family Robinson is on there. It came out in 1960. It's two hours. Oh, it's long as heck. Yeah. <laughs> a shipwrecked family uses oh. if you haven't, if you haven't watched it, you best be watching it. Yeah, and only the 1960s version. Is there another version? There is, and it's like 1940s. Not as good. I don't. I don't know the 1940s version. Yeah, this is the 1960s. Yeah, that's one I know. This is the 1940s. I don't, it's black and white. Yeah. I don't know those people. You don't dive with that. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> great movie. I don't even know how we got on to Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> SF. What is it called? SFR. SFR. Um. Why did we get there? I honestly have no idea. We were talking about Disney. I don't. No, I, I don't even know. But how? You would figure out that I hadn't seen. Oh. Sound of music. Why movie? Okay, you should watch that movie. Okay. But it is long. Oh, this is what I was saying. This is what I was saying. It's one of those old school movies where the credits are played first. So we have started watching on my TV in my home um, through Apple TV. Have you heard of Schmigadoon? Oh, yeah, because it has Dove Cameron in it, right? Yes. Yeah. It's super fun. Is it? What is it about? Um... I'm only in one episode. Okay, so but here here's what makes yeah. it fun. This is what made me think of it. They've definitely like embraced the old school musical vibe, yeah. just like Swiss Family Robinson or Sound of Music, where the credits are first. So it immediately feels like a super old show, but it's not. And the what I get the premise is 
actually this is what the premise is because this happened in the first episode. These this couple goes to a couple counseling situation. Okay. And because it's not going well. And they go on a hike. And in the hike, they kind of wander into this like weird area that happens to be Schmigadoon. But they don't know that. So they show up yeah. and they walk in and all these people start singing like a musical and they're they're like, This is weird. It's fun. It's actually really yeah. fun. And they, they're like, this is weird. <clears throat> and they kind of think it's part of, like, the counseling, maybe. And then they end up staying in Schmigadoon. And when they try to get out, yeah. they're told they're not allowed to leave until they find their one true love. Aww. So they're like, well, we love each other, but they're still not allowed out. So there's something there. They're either not each other's one true love or they have to, like, figure out who each other really are. And it also has Ke- Keegan-Michael Keys. Michael oh, Keys. I love him. I love him, too. I love him, too. Okay, yeah. I love so him. it's. On Apple TV, and we had we were watching. We came upon it because we were watching Ted Lasso, or Lasso, or whatever. Yeah, so we were watching that, and then this came up as like a you should watch next. And we all in my family enjoy musicals; they're fun. And I was like, oh, we should watch this. So we just started it. So I've only seen one episode, but it was super fun. The music was super fun, and I laughed like the whole time. It's fun, 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 fun. But they've really encapsulated the old school musical vibe with all the credits first. I love that. Whenever I think of credits running first and it's this is just a random thing but i always just think of cinderella those are the oh. credits that stick out the most to me are the cinderella credits i i would agree <laughs> with you the cinderella credits only because i think that's something i watched like also later into my life and that my kids watched as well yeah but for me it's bambi oh see i i've told you my bambi ptsd yes yes <laughs> Yes, so we're not going to talk about Bambi, <laughs> but I get the credits first. Anyway, Schmigadoon, watch it. Great. I don't have Apple TV, so I will oh. Can I give you my login? Well, no, I have other ways to watch things that are... Oh, I can't give you my login? Well, no, I don't think so. Are we just saying that so the podcast people don't think we're sharing logins? No. <laughs> I don't know. You can't? Why? I don't, I don't think so, because I think you have an Apple TV. No, I don't. I have a smart TV. I log into Apple app. I don't know if I have an Apple app on my smart TV. Do you have an Apple app on your laptop? Yes. So then, yeah. Okay, well, we're going to start this. I just thought you were being like, all, oh, we can't tell the higher ups that we're going to share passwords. Like, come on. So do I. Like, I don't even know how many people actually have access to my app on Prime. It's just... Prime day. It is Prime day. Anyway. Um, yeah, so... That was off topic, as per usual, but that's where we're at. But, so this last week, I went yeah. away, and I I was there on the Monday. We had our first camp, our Unicorn University. So fun. And I was there on the Monday, and then I left. <laughs> so, <laughs> you were there the rest of the I week. I was there the rest of the week. Yeah, it was super fun. Lots happened. Um, usually in the summer camps, we tie-dye. And so my story today revolved around the tie-dye shirts. So we tie-dye in this area that's, like, across from our studio, kind of a general area. It's, a, it's an area of grass yeah. on the other side of the street that doesn't belong to anybody no, it's just in okay. particular. It's city land. Yeah, and it's just easy-peasy. The kids go out there with hula hoops. It's great. It's fun. Whatever. So we're tie-dyeing. We leave the tie-dye out there. Why do we leave the tie-dye across the street? I don't know. Well, yeah, so I said to Taylor, I said, I'm confused. Because when she tells me what happens, I'm like, okay. But you left, you leave them out so that they dry in the sun. But they left them on the grassy section and then walked back across the street and inside the studio so nobody can see the shirts. Whereas normally we bring them back to the studio and lay them out in the parking lot. And they can dry in the cement. So we 
will be doing that next week. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, so, um, the t-shirts were left out, and it had been, like, a couple of hours, I want to say, like, an hour or so, and what the teacher that's leading the camp comes up to me, and she <laughs> says, Taylor, and I go, oh, my God, because just the tone of her voice, I know, <laughs> I know something is wrong, and she says, our shirts are gone. And I go into panic mode because there's like 40 kids' t-shirts. Who have like, all done, and their kids are stoked for tie-dye. Right. And yeah. like our student teachers have done shirts. Like, everyone has done a shirt at this point. All of these shirts. And like, everything is gone. Our tie-dye, obviously, like our bins and stuff are in, but I don't know why we didn't bring them in the shirts. So I go outside, and I'm like, oh my gosh. They're gone. They're gone. They're gone. So I go to a business next door, and I'm like, have you seen these shirts? And I'm like, in Crocs that don't even fit me, because I was, like, wearing our teacher's shoes. Why? I was wearing sandals that were too hard to put on right away, and I was just like, let me just stop. So I'm wearing these Crocs that don't fit me, and I look like an idiot. And so I grab one of the student teachers, and I'm like, if, if I'm dying trying to find these shirts, you are dying with me, essentially, because I have to go find this man. They tell me to find this man, because someone was mowing the lawn. And I say, okay. Right, go find the maintenance yeah. man. So I go and I find the maintenance man. He's around the building. He looks at me and says, what? And I say, where are our t-shirts? They were there. Like, I don't. And he's just like, oh, um, I threw them out. And I say, <laughs> Like, there's 40 kids t-shirts. I just, I, so this, this particular <laughs> company that we're referring to yeah. is a worldwide, yes. very popular, everybody knows organization that sell a very brand product that everybody consumes yeah. in yeah. some sort of way. Yeah. And they <laughs> have been nothing but actually like I I you told me this man was nice to you about the yeah. shirts, but it makes me not surprised they threw out these children's yeah. shirts. Well because he said that he thought that they were transient shirts. Right, that like someone had just stolen all these shirts and just laid them out. But the thing is, okay, so I get it. People people have carts and cans and they leave things. But these shirts were laid out. Like you could tell they were laid out. They weren't just dumped. Very specific. And I'm sorry, a bunch of tie-dye shirts. You're telling me some transient found a bunch of tie-dye shirts and just said, I'm gonna dump them on the grass. No. So I go to this maintenance man. I have this student teacher with me. She's looking at me and she's like, Taylor, are you serious right now? And I'm like, We're going. And so he takes us into the locked area. We walk around the building, and I'm like, this is it, we're dying. And he says they're in there, and points to a yellow giant dumpster. And who has to go into the dumpster to get the shirts? Me, obviously. So I climb in, in my Crocs. Not your Crocs, the other Crocs. And so I'm throwing the shirts at our student teacher, and I'm just like, Take, oh my god. I was, and one of them falls into the bottom of the dumpster. And it's hot liquid. Like, not hot as in, like, hot to touch, but, like, liquid that had been sitting in a dumpster in a dumpster in the heat. stewing in the heat. And so I'm crawling and it splashes, and I'm just, like, I'm not having a good time in this dumpster trying to find 40 shirts. And the man's like, oh, I'll wash that one off for you. So he takes it and he washes it. And I'm like, cool, thanks. And so, yeah, I had to dumpster dive for a bunch of shirts. Yeah, so I get this text. It's so, it's just so funny. That's so fitting of like, that, that's very fitting because years ago at a summer camp, like two years ago now, I think it was only, 
two years ago at a summer camp, our instructor had taken the phone outside with her. And she threw it in the dumpster. And for for a whole day, for a whole day, we had no phone. And we were calling ourselves and calling ourselves. And I was like, this is so weird. And we had been on the same grass. carried the phone because I had brought it out with us for in case of emergency and somebody called and she's like no I wouldn't have done that I'm like could you just and so she has a dumpster dive so that, that grass is a bad spot for us yeah it's a trauma but I get this text from Taylor and it's like so here's what happened at camp today and she lays out the story and then she goes so somebody had to dumpster dive for the shirt and then there's like a few like spaces next paragraph she goes spoiler alert it was me <laughs> I laughed so you dumpster diving yeah, shush what was going on um it was the mom of like the crier like she knew she, and she's like a super chill fun mom so she was like she was like did you and i was like i don't want to talk about it and she was like are you see and i was like <laughs> your kids you know your kids better love her shirt your kids are all gonna wear a garbage <laughs> shirt because they had to wear them the I next know, day but, um, one of the instructors she spent the time after camp she washed them all and she like hung them Sure that they oh, good. Absolutely no remnants of trash. <laughs> <laughs> but that company across from us, they've hated us day one well, that they've moved in. Hair, like, so and crazy. so if a customer, and I get it's their space, but if a customer mm-hmm. parks over there even for a minute, they flip out. And then our customers were parking on the street, and they have um, big transport trucks yeah. that come in. And you can park on the street, but then their transport trucks would come down the street and they started knocking off the side view mirrors of vehicles. And most of them are our customers' vehicles, and they don't even care. They just drive away. So then that was an issue. And then they started taking pictures of cars that were parked on the street and bringing them in, like, once a month, being like, whose cars were these parked on the street? And these these customers are only parked for, like, 20 minutes at a time, and you're allowed to park on the street. I just want to say, the street is public parking. Yeah. You do not own the street. They do. They act like they do, and then they all yeah they're always at us about parking, and they don't like the parents parking on the street. And now it's not even the parents that park on the street. We live in a university town, and it tends to be the university students that now park on the street because they don't want to park in the university lots all around because they're too expensive. And then they've put up all these extra no parking spots where you can't really park like near their. It's a whole thing, and they have been. We have really tried to have a relationship with them. Like when I first moved over, I went over there and I was like, do you want to put a um, vending machine in our business? And we can like, you know, you can sell your product out of our whatever. They're a worldwide company. One of the main ones. You can probably figure it out. And they didn't want that. And they wanted to have nothing to do with us. And they let. So we have some we have other businesses around us as well. We have car dealerships and like big companies. And they let the car dealerships park in their lot, and they but they won't let us. So I a few years ago I noticed that the car dealerships were parking there, so I finally asked them. I said, "Why is it that whatever car dealership is allowed to park there, but we're not?" Well, they came and asked us, whereas you just assumed, and you had customers in there, and I was like, "So I've never assumed I can park there." I don't. It's like people think we email our customers and say, "Hey, yeah, you should park everywhere but in our parking, please." And thank you, because people legitimately act like that's what we do. And we have a neighbor, we're in an industrial building, and we have a neighbor that shares, like, the back yeah. half with us, and he actually despises he's us. Worst. He's absolutely probably one of the worst people. Yeah, and so when he moved in, 
And he didn't make a wise choice of where his business is located. He builds a lot of stuff with wood and he has to transport in big trucks of wood. And we don't have a lot of space in the back. Like it's not like tons of lot space. So it's like our building and there's another building directly behind us. But he brings in these big shipments of wood and then he's mad at us because we're parked at the back where we're allowed to be parked. So then he's like, well, you need to move over. I'm like, but I pay rent for this whole back space. So then he drew a line with spray paint for years of where we could park, like spray paint. And he would spray paint it every day. And I was like, okay, whatever, get over yourself. So we moved over a bit. And then that wasn't enough. So then he brought in an old tire and he put an old tire and the spray paint. So you couldn't get close to his side, whatever. Then after that, he started putting up like, um, I think they're called saw, are they called saw horses? Those where you, where you set up like in a shop. I think they're called saw horses where you saw, like you put the wood across and you saw. Anyway, barricades, basically. <laughs> totally. Saw, saw horses, right? He started putting those up and pylons. And then, because honest to God, this man has no freaking lights. They then started doing stuff like I'd go to work at 8.30 in the morning, right before our babies come at 9. And you'd pull up and him and his wife would be in their truck parked on a diagonal in their little parking area, just staring at us, drinking coffee. They also installed... Cameras. Oh, yeah. Then they installed cameras. Well, that's new. So they installed the cameras, and then one of their cameras got stolen at one point, and they blamed my daughter's friend. He dropped her car off one day for her, and the man went out and started yelling. And let me tell you, my daughter's friend, he's not somebody who stole a camera. He's very, very quiet for a bit. And he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, I know you stole my camera. I saw somebody drive by in a car like that and steal the camera. And he's like, I, I don't even know who you are, what you're talking It's the first time I've never even been to the studio. And then, just this year, they built a giant cement, like, curb, and they built it so tall that you actually can't open your vehicle door. So I'm in an SUV, and my door still wouldn't clear it. Never mind all my teachers are in, like, cars, like Civics and Jettas and whatever. And Rios one day. And they couldn't get even their door open. And so then I, we had just been talking about this on the way down there. So then I emailed my landlord, and I'm like, hey, he's built this cement barricade. Any way you can shave it down? And then my landlord sends an email back, and he's like, I don't understand why somebody like you would complain about parking. Your parents park everywhere, all hours of the day. And I'm so mad about that comment out all hours of the day, because they don't. We're not, op- like, we're not open for customers. We're open for, like, two hours in the morning, and then a solid five hours a night. Yeah, and at night, those businesses close. So from 3 p.m. till 4.30, there is some crossover. But we also no longer allow our parents in the building. So now you're not parking and coming in. If you want to stay parked, you're in your car. So people can ask you to move, but people don't stay. I started making Taylor and myself go out at all hours of the day to check the lot. And there's nothing. They have no, like, proof. And even, like, we have new neighbors on the other side. Oh, yeah. Because this woman, like, did you notice that her car was parked and did not move for a solid, like, two weeks? Yeah. I was like, are you... In our, infringing on our space. And she was coming in on Fridays yelling at Taylor saying we had parents parked in her spot and that she asked the parents to move and they refused. And then Taylor would go out there and A, there'd either be nobody or B, it would be a mom that was just dropping off and it was a mom that was more than willing to move. But there's all this energy in our area about the parking and our neighbor at the back is nasty, nasty mean. And he has told, like he's... He's approached teenage students in the back. So totally not appropriate. Well, yeah, because one of our teenage students serves him at a sushi yeah. restaurant. And she actually parks in the big parking lot. Yeah, across. And she was like, 
she got approached by him at the, re- at the restaurant she serves him at, and he was telling him how much he basically hates us. And then one of my other students parked in the day in the daytime. It was the only car out there. And he's like, why aren't you at school? And she was like, how do you even know I go to school? Like, how would he know anything about her? He's freaking weird. And they watch us like hawks. Him and his wife do nothing but park and spend energy around our parking situation. And it's gross. It's so awful. It's like kind of like, yeah, it's the feeling of being watched and like that you're constantly under the microscope when you're doing nothing wrong. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I'm assuming everybody has parking issues because I look at all the other studios in the city and they're in not great locations either parking-wise. But anyway, that, that's the big thing. So the big thing is that Taylor went through the dumpster. She got those shirts. Unicorn University was a hit. Uh, the kids had fun. They did their crafts. They danced. And it was a four-day camp, Monday to Thursday, in and out. Parents loved it. And next week we start Frozen. The fanciful yeah, freeze. We will have a ton of fun. fun. We, we will. I won't be here again. I have to go away from my son's <laughs> football camp. I'll be here for the first day, I think. I think. I can't remember. I don't um, am I not here for that day either? No. Either way, <laughs> I told them I wouldn't be here. I still work, though. I just work on my laptop, and then I, I tell Taylor I what mean, I'm doing. She does. She does. She does. <laughs> the, the difference is, it, is the actual amount of work you get done. And then I probably get done too because I just focus on my laptop. Yeah. It's remarkable. Like Taylor's getting like close to 30 registrations a day. But then when I come in, those 30 registrations, like when I came in this morning, you were already past 15 registrations. Yeah. And then it slowed right down until I left to take my dog to the vet. Yeah. And you had pumped out another. But then I came back again and it just like, yeah, I'm a problem. You know, it's just. Doing I'm a distraction. I always like, I have this thing where I can't just sit in silence. I can't sit in the same room. As someone in silence, it's really weird. Awkward. Yeah, and so, like, when you're there, that's why I always just say things, because I'm like, I cannot. Silence bugs me. When yeah. there's another person, I'm just like, no. Yeah. can't do it. And I always got that comment growing up. <laughs> that you talk a lot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and your report always card? On my report card. I love it. Always. Fast learner talks a lot. Love it. Yeah. Okay, we need to go because it's. 4.57, the restaurant opens at 5, and there's always a lineup to get in. And I'm a little bit worried that we're not going to get in because it's spaghetti night. we got to move it. Okay, follow okay. us. Behind the bar podcast at gmail.com. Behind the bar pod on Instagram. Over in the rest, bye.